listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 52, where we will be discussing chapter 15 of City of Glass, Things Fall Apart. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> love it i mean like if that's not an on the nose chapter title i don't know what is it's like it was made for us Mm -hmm. awesome oh my god okay so i have to tell you my husband was reading an article last night and he it was like the 32 uh on-screen couples that have the best chemistry or whatever and Cat and Dom from the Shadowhunter series were on there. And he's like, well, maybe we should watch it. And I'm like, is this Jason Clary? Yes. Okay. Was he reading like BuzzFeed? Yeah. Where did he read his articles? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I just want to know. It was probably something on like Apple News. Because like Apple News has stuff from every, like every everywhere. Okay. Like, you know, it's like wired and all that those makes sense. Okay. So things. the big question mm-hmm. is... <clears throat> Are you, if you watch it, mm-hmm. are you going to watch it with us first, first, second time? Oh, you probably won't because you can't wait that long. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason won't wait that long. No, he won't. That was like when we wanted to watch Sons of Anarchy and Omar's like, let's watch one episode a day. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not how you binge watch Omar. You mean when season six came out and we watched the entire thing in one sitting? <laughs> I remember when you guys did that. <laughs> Exactly. No, yeah. So he was like, well, maybe we'll watch it. And he's like, I know you want to hate watch it with me. And I'm like, well, I'm going to give it another shot. Yeah. And I'm going to do it with an open mind. When was the last time you guys watched it? Um, The last time I watched it was when you were out with Lincoln. Oh, okay. That wasn't too long ago. Um, Because I had started watching it. And mm-hmm. then I have this weird thing. I don't like to wait for TV shows. So I'd rather just wait till it's done. Me too. And they're all done. So then you just sit down and watch it. And then I don't. That weird thing. You mean the thing that all millennials have? Yeah. Impatience. <laughs> I'm really happy. Like, okay, obviously this is not Shadowhunters. But Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I only had to wait for the last season to come out. Because oh, I had started yeah. watching uh-huh. it when it was all done, basically. Yeah. So I was like, eh. And then I spoiled stuff and I was like, okay, I've never actually had to care before because I've never been. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. I don't, especially with Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was like an event though. It's like you knew that you and all of your friends were putting your phones down at the same time. We had parties. So did, yeah. Yeah. That's what we, it was like a thing. It was like, no, we can't make any plans Sunday night. Like absolutely not. (laughs) Yep. It's Game of Thrones night. Well, like, that was Omar worked nights. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, we'll just watch it together the next day. Oh, yeah. And oh. somebody tried to spoil it for you at work no, or something. I, I got on That's Facebook. Right. right. And I spoiled it for her. Which she's Facebook's fair game. Yeah. Whatever. So I was like, I just can't get on Facebook until I watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, me waiting for him lasted like one day. And then I was like, you know yeah. what? <laughs> I can watch it the second you time. Always and learn I can more. Feel like the first time, especially yeah. with a show like Game of Thrones. Like it's okay to watch that, watch an episode more than once uh-huh. because there's things that you miss because it's so much stuff going on. Yeah, we yeah. even talk about it sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I didn't put that together. Like, mm-hmm. holy cow. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. um, sorry. So, no, I'm I'm back to Game Shadow Hunter. Right? Sorry. <laughs> did um did the series end the Shadow Hunter series because it was just over? No. Okay. 
it, it got canceled, so they ended it in, in season three. But a lot of people were really upset because it took what I've heard. I have not watched the whole series. Mm-hmm. I have not I've, either. I've only watched the part of the first season. I don't even think okay. I finished oh, the first okay. season. I got until... I thought I had got to second season, but I don't think I did. I think I could be incorrect because... Mm-hmm. My memory is shit, as we've seen. <laughs> but I feel like they broke up season three into two parts. I have no idea. Yeah. And I watched that would make sense. up until the first break. Okay. And that. then I just... the Okay. Non-spoilery, but spoilery. Uh-huh. Obviously, the timeline... It, things are different. Yeah. It's right. not the book showing itself on the TV okay. screen. Right. So I couldn't remember what had happened. And I wasn't... Like, I didn't have the... Eh, to go back and okay. right. figure out what had happened so I could start watching so it. So maybe again. it'll be better now. So from, from what I've read is that it took the first two seasons for the show to get their sea legs. But by the time that they did, and they and from what I've heard, the third season was really good. But by the time the third season came around, they had already been slotted to cancel. It, yeah. yeah, because their ratings weren't good enough. So And it was this CW thing? Freeform. 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 Okay, okay, that's right. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing because they put all, they leave a ton of crappy shows on Freeform for years and years and years. Yeah. <laughs> I just like. I think if it was on CW, it would have probably been edgier. Yeah. And it probably would have been more successful. Okay. My thing that it's just so disappointing is, okay, obviously I love like Harry Potter books and I, and I also equally love the movies the mm-hmm. same. I know that they're not. Like, there's certain parts of the movies that disappoint me. They're just I'm really like, well done. Why could you not just, like, this would take three seconds. Why yeah. did you not just add that into the fucking movie? Whatever. Okay. But I feel like Shadowhunters is such a good story. And it's so creative. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes yes. a lot of elements out of other, like, YA and mm-hmm. fantasy and stuff. But she really, like, created her own. Mm-hmm. It's an immersive world. person yeah. mm-hmm. just not fuck it up for all of us? You fucked it up for the rest of us. Yep. It's like the one crappy partner in your group project that just fucked it up for everybody, yep. dude. Yep. And oh. we've had a movie and we're like, okay, redemption, TV show. Right. And it was okay. Like, I'm not saying that the TV show was horrible, but obviously it got canceled after three seasons. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you aren't the only one that feels this way. <sighs> I think the thing that really pisses me off about book to film or TV, book to screen adaptations is that, look, nowadays nothing's original. Everything's a remake or it's from a book. Saved by the Bell, Full House. Yeah. Right. Either it's nostalgia uh, remake, like a, you know, rebooting a series or whatever. And then, or it's, or it's from a book. Like nothing's original anymore. But if you're going to do that, if you're going to take a source material because it has such a wide fan base and you're going to adapt it for screen, why? Why would you not listen to the fan base that is going to be, that you want Mm -hmm. to be your, your target audience? Like, that's what I don't understand is like, why wouldn't you try to appease them? Sorry. I, I just said, I'm sorry to my mic. (laughs) (laughs) Why wouldn't you try to appease them instead of, and and I'm not saying you have to do like straight, like stick to the source. Like you Uh can Uh play with it and adapt it, but at least give it the same feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Going back to season one of Game of Thrones and the book are basically, I mean, they aged people up, but mm-hmm. it is basically verbatim of what mm-hmm. happened. Like they did a really good I job. I read that. They kind of took their liberty. And I don't mind like what you were talking about mm-hmm. with Shadowhunters. 
it's annoying. We will talk about this. That runes are black. Period. Blank. End of story. Right. They're not red. There's no reason why you needed to make them red. That makes no fucking sense. They're black. That is dumb. Move on with your life. I see that why you would age up the characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Things like that. That's fine. But like you're saying, completely changing who Isabel is as a person. Yeah. Right. That's annoying. That is right. weird. Don't do they, that. They. I definitely can see where when you put things on screen, you're going to have to also add things because yeah. there's a lot of like descriptors in a book that right. you just physically see it with your eyes. Yeah. And um, sometimes you have to find a different way to to produce that same feeling or that, that same narrative mm-hmm. in like maybe the scene needs to change and it needs to be, a, you know a different kind of scene but you're you're still staying true to right. that like through line uh-huh. and I, I that's the thing that that's what really bothered me about the movie because the first half of the movie I was into I was like okay um, it wasn't perfect it wasn't how I had envisioned things but it wasn't bad okay but then weird they okay. ruined it I can't wait I mean they had shitty casting in my opinion okay but I I think they had good casting. I think they had bad directing. Oh. So everybody, I think, that played a part in that movie is an incredible actor. Right. All of them. They, they, they've all been great actors in other things. But the directing was really poor. And I think that they just didn't have a very good vision. And you know what? It's fucking old men who produce yep. these fucking movies mm-hmm. and they don't know anything about teenagers yeah. and they don't they don't know anything about young people bring your granddaughter to work day okay right? <laughs> but it's awesome. it's such a touchy like line adaptations are are always like that of it's course. always hit and miss it's like we lucked out with the hunger games we didn't think we were going to because okay. the first movie was not great no it really wasn't it was true to book though Oh, okay. And that's why it was successful. Interesting. Divergent was not true to book. I really liked the movies. I didn't read the book. The books were really good. Okay. The first movie was okay, but there were a lot of things that they like skipped over or like that would not, like you said in Harry Potter, would not have taken any time or money uh-huh. to to add. And it wouldn't have made, it would have made the story better and more uh, rounded. Right. But but they didn't put those things in. And I think that's why it failed. Because hmm. I, I mean, they stopped making... How... Who the fuck makes three movies and just stops before the finale? Oh, it wasn't over? No, they split the third one into two, but they didn't finish it. They didn't finish the series. Oh, that makes sense because it felt a little... Okay, well, all I know is I could stand me some more Theo James. <laughs> Dude, he's so, so hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, that's another one. Like, those two are really good actors. Uh-huh. But it, the performance, especially in, like, the second one, not great. Okay. But I don't think that was the actor's fault. I think it's source material. It's, you know, mm-hmm. your screenplay and your director. That it's just... Interesting. It's so, it's so easy for good actors to give bad performances because the director sucked. And we'll get more into that once we watch the movie. Oh, that yeah. was like we will have twelve minutes. So I'm much so more to sorry. Say. <laughs> it's just, let's just label that Kristen bitching. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I haven't shoot. talked to anyone in a while. Okay. Right? <laughs> so why don't we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish, Clary and Co are hemmed up in the Lightwood's new digs. 
Jace's sunshining personality is in full swing as they discuss foe Sebastian's evil plot. Simon convinces Alec and Jace to let him go try to talk to Izzy out of her room. Where she's been since Max's death and Jace walks Clary home. Upstairs at the Lightwoods, Simon is able to get Izzy to open the door and tries to talk to her, but she just can't resist his vampish new looks. I couldn't either. (laughs) Later that night, Jace pulls his best recreation of Say Anything and shows up in Clary's bedroom (laughs) asking her to let me put it on you just one time. (laughs) Or let me just lay with you. (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) Clary caves and they go night-night with their fingers laced together. In your eyes. Do you know how when I first read this book, how much I was annoyed? Like, I thought it was really sweet. And I was like, that's really great. But they should do it. I mean, at least (laughs) cuddle. It's weird. Like, who can sleep sitting still for that long? Yeah. Okay. You're right. I I mean, I knew that they weren't going to do it. But at least, like, head on the shoulder. Like, cuddly. Like, no one just. Reminds We're just going to hold hands while but we sleep. Didn't That's they just weird. touch fingertips, too? It wasn't At even first. holding hands? And oh, okay. okay. It was, okay. It was like pink, pinkies. And then it was like, pinky promise you won't do anything funky while I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust it. Don't trust a pinky pro- promise. It's not enough. All right. It's not enough. Oh, my God. All right. I know. I keep wanting to eat, too. I know. It's so <laughs> tempting. They're too loud. <laughs> no pita chips while recording. Dang it. <sighs> so, hey, hey, hey. That it's is. Papa Luke's point of view. And Luke's doing his best to sl- Fuck. It's been so long Slay the I day. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's doing his best to stay awake during yet another mind-numbingly pointless clave meeting. We've all been there. That conference call that just won't end. The one, that one fucking coworker that always waits until the person running the meeting asks if anyone has any more questions and then asks the stupidest question on the freaking planet because obviously they weren't paying attention for the last two excruciating hours. Yeah, that fuck that guy. Anyway. I might have some personal experience. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, might, I might have some feelings on the subject. Oh. But that's neither here nor there. The point is Luke isn't paying attention and his internal monologue is giving us some juicy person wolf info. Person slash wolf. Sorry. Person ah. slash wolf info. Jeez. Because that's not a mouthful <laughs> at all. You brought this upon yourself. <laughs> All right, so his internal monologue um, in the book, I'm going to quote. It says, uh, when the moon was close to full, as it was right now, he felt a corresponding sharpening to in his vision and sense of smell, even when he was in human form. Now, for instance, he could smell the sweat of doubt in the room and the underlying sharp tang of fear. I'm sorry, I don't want an extra sense of smell. It smells like Vernon Dursley. It's <laughs> <laughs> gross. What is that? <clears throat> What? What is that? The Dursleys? Harry's uncle. Oh, fucking God. No. <laughs> how do you even, like, okay, first of all, really quickly, how did this carrot get in with the celery? Okay, <laughs> carrot, you're not supposed to be there. Anyway, <laughs> why would you think I would know that? You've seen at least one movie, haven't you? I think so. Then you should know. Nah. And if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, the so. The more you know. 
Ding. These people smell bad? That it's, seems mean. Well, He's it, a mean guy. Oh. Luke? No, Vernon Dursley. Oh. <laughs> I like his name. <laughs> anyway, there's like a couple scenes where he's sweat. He's like, oh, yeah, like, that's me. Blotting the sweat from mm-hmm. his brow. Mm-hmm. That's me. Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, a, a better sense of smell is not something I want because I don't want to have to smell people who stink. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you would want a better sense of smell. No, honestly, I don't yeah. need it. I'm fine. I can taste things perfectly fine. I don't need extra I senses that to when make I was it better. Pregnant, like, oh, okay. I never Audrey. got that. Yeah, eggs. Oh god, Ugh. I was cooking carne asada and I could smell the blood oh. and the meat like coming out oh. of the pan. It's, it was just like, no, thank you. Yeah, dude, I just got like full body chills. I don't uh. like that at all. <laughs> no. I was very lucky through my pregnancy. I didn't get much of that at all. I didn't with William. That's at all. great, but yeah, girls are hard, I guess, huh? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit Bryn's still paying for it and she's only 13 <laughs> not yet she'll be 13 anyway so gross yeah damn Daniel that's some mighty fine superpowers you have there <laughs> so I think this partially explains some of the questions we have about Luke and person slash wolves especially why Luke still wears glasses when he's in human form it's yeah because he's a thirst trap because he's because the, the the glasses make him look like a sexy sexy lumberjack librarian yeah yes. okay 100 percent. there's no other reason <laughs> well and i mean i stopped wearing glasses let's see my 26th birthday so you know like two years ago <laughs> just kidding anyway um i miss them like i'm watching you guys clean your glasses earlier and i'm like they get to hide behind their glasses like i'm so jealous i was really worried because when i went to the uh eye doctor uh he prescribed me readers and then he prescribed me progressives and I only filled the readers cause that's what I usually get. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to commit to wearing glasses. Cause once, once you wear glasses, like you can't just like no, sometimes wear them. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to wear them all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to want to. And they're fucking expensive. Yeah. So I got some online, which were way cheaper. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I won't feel as bad if I don't like wearing them. And I just stick with my readers and then, like, just deal with the fact that I'm far sighted. Crazy. <laughs> but I really like them. Good. I like them a lot. Yeah. They're these, right? Yeah. They're it, very cute. It took a while to get used to the progressive lenses. Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't have to, like, move my head to read something. I just look down at the bottom of my glasses. Like, it's it's weird. That's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that um, Luke has progressive? Yes. <laughs> I do too. Yes. Completely. <laughs> I don't know. I really, I like contacts because I like sunglasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they just really hurt my eyes. Mm. Like I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I've been trying for like three or four years to find one that doesn't. It's just not. That's shitty. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Like, it has, has nothing, it to, do. It has something <laughs> to do with his person wolf and the phase of the moon. Loose glasses. Right. Maybe he has to change from, like, the stronger prescription. Oh. And then, like, maybe he has, a, like, a lower one for, like, quarter moon. He, like, opens <laughs> his jacket and he's just got, like, 40 pairs of glasses laying inside. one of those guys in the alley in New York that's <laughs> exactly. like, hey, what's up? You want a Rolex? Or maybe he doesn't actually wear glasses and they're just, like, the <clears throat> fake ones and he got them at Claire's. <laughs> Yeah. Because he's really a hipster. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 
Or he's trying, like, he doesn't need them anymore, but he's trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. Okay. Who knows him before he was person slash wolf. Okay. Anyway. All right. That's great. I feel like if you were a shadow hunter, you would just keep putting runes on for perfect vision if you oh, needed glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of wearing glasses because they could get, like, foggy or shit when you're trying yeah. to, like, kill demons. When you have to wear right. your mask. Could you imagine getting <laughs> demon Iker on your glasses and you're like, hold on, stop the battle. I gotta wipe these off. I can't see. No, but... I would much rather get them on my glasses than in my eye. That's true, That's like fair. goggles. Like, okay, let's let's put shadow hunters in the real world. Okay, let's pretend that like this is legit and it's like a real thing. Okay. Okay. They there would be way more safety precautions. They would have absolutely like goggles oh. and gas masks, <laughs> like hazmat suits. Exactly. Oh, should be on their asses. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> they have face shields. <laughs> like a full hazmat suit. Oh, I love it. Oh, their insurance premium premiums would be astronomical. Jace's certainly would be. <laughs> God damn it, Jace. That's what his insurance agent says all the time. Oh, shitters. She's going to do it. She's doing One it. One more claim and we're dropping you. Yeah. Good job, Robin. <laughs> so I'm still giddy over my new codex. So I wanted to share some person slash wolf info I found. Yay. While the Fae and Warlocks predate Shadowhunters, person slash wolves and vampires came after the Nephilim um, were, oh, came out, and vampires came after the Nephilim were out kicking ass and taking names. So they are younger a younger species. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <clears throat> so I don't know about you guys, but I've noticed that there are a, there's a distinct difference of attitude in Shadowhunter culture between the way the Fae and Warlocks are treated and talked about and the way vampires and person slash wolves are talked about. I agree. My thoughts are this, that the Fae have an entire governing system in the Seelie and Unseelie courts. It's like a monarchy, right? There's like gentry and all of that uh-huh. i forgot we talked about an unseelie court i guess we'll get there at some point we, right? we'll we don't more yeah about at it. this okay. point in the books we don't know anything mm-hmm. other than there is okay one. um so i would say that they have like more weight behind them because they have they're like organized right yeah and they're in their own world really you don't see exactly. them on the streets they're in fairyland mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> At least most of them. I mean, like, some of them are out, mm-hmm. but... Well, and they're older. Like you said, they predate Shadowhunters. Right. They're around before. have some respect for, like... Yeah. Could you imagine just being a warlock and all of a sudden there's these people, like, fighting and stuff? Like, get out of here, you warlock! And you're like, what the fuck? I was here first, bro! Yeah. This Wait. is my turn. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay, sorry. You are on this really interesting... Yeah. Game. We'll shut up. Sorry. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> So warlocks are often employed by the clave and wield significant power, right? Like basically shadow hunters need them. And I don't believe a skilled warlock would be particularly easy to kill without some casualties on the side of the Nephilim. So it's like they're too dangerous not to be an ally. Right. Right. So it's like, okay, warlocks are typically like solitary creatures right we as we've seen they Mm -hmm. don't really like pack up right Uh (laughs) or anything like that but if you know because warlocks live a long time Mm -hmm. they have i'm they all know different warlocks and stuff right you know and it's like 
time is a weird thing for them because they're immortal. Uh-huh. So, but, like, imagine if Magnus was, like, someone really pissed off Magnus and, like, some shit went down. And he's, like, I'm fucking sending over, sending up my dark mark up into the sky and I'm going to bring all my homies and we're going to fucking take some shit down. Like, if you had a bunch of warlocks, like, if they re- if they teamed together, like, the Nephilim would be fucked. Yeah. Like, there's just no way you can fight against that. Do you think they have, like, a warlock convention where they all meet up? They have I want to believe that they do. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A what? <laughs> we, we don't know about that yet. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> anyway. We'll just leave it at that so okay. it's not spoilery. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I love it. So, yeah. Anyway, like... They're, they're legit. Like, you don't want to fuck with them. So yeah. you're not going to, like, yeah. go you're go gonna, for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Them off. Yeah, exactly. So person slash wolves and vampires, on the other hand, are generally talked about as, like, disgusting creatures. And we almost never hear any shadow hunter, aside from V-Tang, uh, speak as freely and negatively about fairies and warlocks as they do about vamps and wolfies. I agree, yeah. Obviously. So my theory is that it's not just the fair folks power in numbers or the warlocks magic that holds them above person slash wolves and vampires. Um, but I think the nature of vampires and wolves existence being related to demon diseases um, plays a much larger part in the opinion of their species in Shadowhunter. Yeah. Do you think it's because a vampire or a warlock could change a shadow hunter? I think part but of it fairy, is. Yeah. Or, oh, I'm so sorry. Did I say that wrong? Oh. Yeah, but that's okay. We knew yeah, what you meant. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, let me say Opposites. that again. A vampire <laughs> and a werewolf could turn a shadow hunter, but a fairy and a warlock can't. Right. That makes sense. So there's not really fear either. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fairies uh-huh. are creepy, but. Mm-hmm. Right. That but makes they can't, sense. Like... Yeah, because it's a disease. I, I mean, part of me thinks that it's a bit of a. Uh, What's the word? Not an allegory. You know what I mean, though. What's the word? Metaphor. Okay. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> Part of me thinks it's a bit of a metaphor for AIDS. I, I think that's the line that oh. she's drawing there is that, like, it's a disease. And the way the Nephilim see it is that, like, it hurt. Like, it's just like, the way that, like, in the 80s people saw AIDS, I think, is the same kind of tone that she's using here for the way the nephilim culture sees these demon diseases interesting in terms of like you know it's scary and it can change you forever and you you know what i mean like there's that fear and i think you're right i think it's the fear that is the baseline for the hate yeah interesting i don't Hmm. know but (laughs) don't mind me i'm just gonna become a shadow hunter anthropologist it's fine (laughs) A living. Uh, <laughs> I study shadow hunter culture. <laughs> so back to the fun facts about person slash wolves. Uh, lycanthro- lycanthropy is lycanthropy. I always say it different every time. Anyway, is believed to have originated in the 13th century somewhere in Central Europe, um, and during the 15th 
and early 16th centuries, many persons slash wolves were burned. Um, and the codex draws a line to the European and American witch trials. Okay. Hmm. And so the witch trials were probably most familiar with the ones in Salem, uh-huh. um, happened during the late 16th to mid 17th centuries, but witch hunting was a thing like way back in the 14th century, like Germanic Europe. Mm-hmm. So it was like a long, like uh-huh. hundreds of years, but like, it was super in vogue in America during huh. the late 16. Uh, well, it's like you, like another lady, centuries. like I mean, this woman could piss you off and then you would say that she's a witch. And then exactly. It's crazy. Literally. Yeah. Like, yeah. And there was no, and because like, so during this time, obviously this is before America was its own country, right? Uh-huh. It was the, the colonies um, of England, but the English King was like, really into witch hunting like he thought it was like super legit like he wrote a book about it i i watched a documentary anyway um (laughs) neither here nor there but like he he wrote a book about witch hunting and like how to like tell and all that stuff they put bacon out like they do for the yetis (laughs) so i think i think that fueling if she weighs more than a duck right yeah, throw her in the tie her up and throw her in the river. And if she sinks, she was human and her God soul rest her soul. Yeah. yeah, and if she if she breaks free or you know floats to the top, then she's a witch and you got to pull her out and hang her. Burn her. Uh, hanging was more common, right. but yeah. Burn her. Thank goodness, hanging was more common. Honestly, yeah. Wow, it's fucked up. Anyway, and, but there's no like men that are witches, right? There's no warlocks. Back no, there then. were men that were, there? were okay. Yeah, yeah, that were convicted just far less than yeah women okay because you know well they the um, patriarchy children's and stuff <laughs> children's children <laughs> were like witches and burned too yeah or i i watched uh, it was a different documentary anyway um there was a woman um i believe it was in salem um but like her seven-year-old daughter like uh testified against her and said that she was a witch what the heck yeah <laughs> fuck up i'm like you were a bad mom <laughs> yeah patience you, my ass i don't know what her name is it's probably <laughs> puritanical society yeah patience would be that was wasn't that the name of the yeah, the, the diary <laughs> didn't you read the dear america she... books no okay, okay. Back on Okay, back to witches. (laughs) So the Codex also says that the quote-unquote witches that were caught and killed by mundanes were almost never downworlders. Regular old mundane bullshit. All right, so there's more, but I think I'm just short of a dissertation, so we're going to move along. Amatis has been trying to get Luke's attention while he was all spaced out, and he's like, what, me? Oh, yeah, I asked all these people to come here to listen to my plan. But, nope, not but. We've got a hodgepodge of Shadowhunter peeps who are willing to listen to Luke. Some from his past, like the Penhallows and the Lightwoods, and some new people from from the Lisbon and Mumbai Institutes. So, real quick sidebar. I'm so sorry this is running so long. Um, I promise I will get back to the story. But... I just have to give a shout out to Cassie for not erasing the regional culture of these Nephilim and just like replacing it with shadow hunter culture. Like, so Nazarene 
the head of the Mumbai Institute is wearing like this beautiful sari with runes embroidered into the fabric and everything. And Cassie made an effort to integrate both sides of like the culture. And I think it's really important. I just, it makes the characters more interesting. Uh And it doesn't like it, you get the fantasy element, right? Like there's the runes. And so obviously this is part of, of their culture and stuff, but she's not like, in gear. Right. Yeah. Like, 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 she's not just, like, painted over with a boring brush. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, it's not like a um, uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Like, like they get to have individuality. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, obviously, it's not perfect. I would have liked more diversity in the main cast. Um, but I think it's an important aspect to highlight and hopefully encourage more authors to do that with their stories. I just want to know, like, if you get... Okay, I'm sorry. This might be too okay. much. Okay, but <clears throat> so if you get, do people get sent to institutes, or do you have to like? So let's say that there's an opening at mm-hmm. the New York Institute because mm-hmm. it's one that we know, mm-hmm. whatever, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. for an institute head. <clears throat> do you say I would like to do this, and then you put yourself up, or do they appoint somebody to take that position? I I, I think them. both happen Mm -hmm. i i think it's like a if you're an up-and-coming shadow hunter who's like of the right age or whatever and you have like experience under your belt they might the clave might say this guy we're gonna have him run this institute we're gonna ask him if he'll run this institute Mm -hmm. or whatever um or it might be like your parents ran the institute and maybe nobody else is like gunning for the job or anything and they're like okay well you've grown up here you know the institute in and out you've been trained for this so we're gonna appoint you or whatever well i think i think think it's looser than i don't think it's like rigid like they they don't like go online to like job monster and like post it the reason i was asking is because i think one of the main facets Mm -hmm. facets i don't know you say the jobs of an institute Mm -hmm. is to incorporate make sure that people that live there are safe Mm -hmm. and then you incorporate basically the downloaders like you know um fake Sebastian was telling Aline, like, about Aline. Mm-hmm. People that live in institutes are usually a little bit more lax when it comes to downloaders, and they've seen vampires. Yeah. And stuff right, versus because they have to deal yeah. with them, yeah. So if you have somewhere where, like, religion is important mm-hmm. or culture is important, I wonder if they pick somebody that had grown up there. Like, are they going to appoint somebody right. that, you know, so you can fit in with that? Or would they, you know... I feel like it's been talked about, like, oh, this person was sent to, I don't know, though. Maybe but, I'm making but that not, up. I it like, not heads of institutes. So, like, okay. Shadowhunters can have, um a like, a travel year, like mm-hmm. a year abroad, mm-hmm. where they get sent to a different institute to just, like, live at that institute. Like and, an exchange program? Oh, so yeah. it's just one institute that they do that with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought they traveled, like, went to a bunch of different ones. You can. Okay. But it's, like, that's their, like, we'll send you someplace else to learn a different way of doing things. And because a lot of Shadowhunters were taught by their te- by their parents. Sure. Or their tutors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, kind of, like, in There's no schoolhouse in Alicante. <laughs> right. At, at this point, the, the Shadowhunter um, Academy is not open. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And hasn't been open since, like, Valentine's Days. Okay. Um. But, like, yeah, so, like, you can travel. I mean, you could go and, like, be like, 
I just want to go live in India and in, yeah, in Shanghai or, or whatever, wherever you want to go. And you can go live there and work at that Institute and like, hmm. get put into the rotation of what is it called? I don't know. Per- patrolling watch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. But, but I think like, I think you're right with the heads of institutes. I think it's more of like you have to establishing right relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Which is probably why it would make sense for them to be passed down mm-hmm. if it can be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. That was like way not. No, that, I, mean, I think that's a, a good point to make. Um, okay. So our group of slightly less closed minded shadow hunters have been going around and around with Luke's suggestion that. Um, in return for their assistance in helping defeat Valentine, the downworlds, the downworlds, <laughs> the downworlders will each be granted a seat on the council, the Fae, the warlocks, and the person slash wolves. And if they decide to throw their hat in the mix, which they haven't yet, of course they haven't, the vampires. <laughs> so Patrick Penhallow doesn't think that they have the votes to overcome Malachi's influence, and there's no way they could convince the console that they needed, uh, the downworlders enough to warrant such a such an agreement which yeah we knew malachi was a dick mm-hmm. no surprise there that's why his name's malachi remember yeah right uh robin you want to help me out with that name is it sonora that's what i would say okay so sonora from lisbon from the lisbon institute um is still all downworlders can't be trusted like uh. literally to luke's face uh. <laughs> like the fuck is wrong with people like i'm sorry you have egg on your face <laughs> you might want to like right here just wipe it off <laughs> and then luke snaps back with a reminder that an alliance with the shadow hunters prevented the first v-tang uprising thank you very much and she threw Wait, he's in an alliance with the shadow hunters not downworlders oh fuck okay <laughs> <laughs> Reminder that an alliance with the Downworlders prevented the first V-Tang uprising. Um, and she throws out the tired, how do we know the old circle members aren't going to go running to Valentine when he calls? Um, this chick just doesn't give a fuck. Nope. So Robert She's is... She's Karen. She is. <laughs> she kind of is. Um, That's how you pronounce her name, Karen. <laughs> So Robert is not having any of it. Um, he's still a wreck from his very the very recent murder of his youngest son. Mm-hmm. I can't even believe he's there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be sleeping. <laughs> Me too. Forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would just like never get out of bed. Uh huh. Um, and he tells uh, Sonora where she can shove it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Bravo, Robert. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I kind of okay. I can respect yeah. you. Yeah. Um, the fear the Monteverdes from Lisbon from the Lisbon Institute have is that if they don't join Valentine, everyone's kids might die as a result. It's a fair worry, but I don't think I could <laughs> no, ever audience here, bro. <laughs> right? Right? Sorry. Read yeah. the room. Oh yeah. Read holy the room. Holy, yeah. <laughs> but like that's that's the argument to Robert's objection is like, look, I understand that you know, your son died, but like all of our children might die. Yeah. This could happen to everyone, including the rest of your children. Right. I'm sure is their point. Um, yeah, it's, it's fair to worry, but I don't think I could, I could ever like willingly subjugate myself to someone else's will like that. And I'd rather die fighting. Like, what about you guys? Like, I wouldn't want my kid to be an Alicante. 
But yeah. like, mm-hmm. but, I don't know. I think if I had this, the training and the skills. Yeah. I think a lot of these people haven't seen what Valentine's capable of either. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. probably part of why they're just like, just let him take over. Like we don't let downworlders here anyway. So who cares? It it just seems like such a like bizarre. I, and I think part of it, I don't. I mean, I guess I don't know. I think I think part of it is just like growing up in America in our age. Like you know, you always hear the like we know we don't negotiate with terrorists, right? Yeah. Like that's like the thing that's been, and especially our generation because we're the generation that grew up post nine eleven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that was like a big thing that happened in our formative years and so I think it changes your outlook right and like just kind of the the way that you think about those things and the way I see Valentine is like he's like and he's not a pub like a what's the word he's not a political figure to me mm-hmm. he, he's like a terrorist he's like a bad dude that's trying to like kill people for no reason and like take over the world like so that in my head I'm like I don't understand why you would ever consider yeah i'm sure some of these people know him though i know and that's a weird thing yeah yeah okay so here's the thing we like if you heard about the uprising right yeah but you weren't there to witness it firsthand or nobody so i'm assuming they not every institute had somebody there i mean maybe because they were signing right Mm -hmm. I don't know. But not everyone suffered a loss, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, the guy can pretend he's in power, but we still have the consul and we still have the whatever. Like, right. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I don't think, yeah, a lot of them, I don't think they realize how powerful he is yeah. In, yeah. In, in terms of, like, far, far-reaching. far Although they should, because he, like, is wielding an army of demons. And right. Just, like, that tore someone's, like, heart out or something, right? In their chest. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's, it, is a, it is a weird thing because it's, like... There's there's a difference between seeing and, and believing, right? I, I learned that on the Santa Claus. <laughs> my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> believing isn't seeing. Seeing is believing. Wait, opposites. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> but but yeah, it's like you're saying, oh, I don't want my children my children to my children. <laughs> I've been talking too fucking long. This is going off the rails, dude. It really is. It really is. So I don't want my children to die. And, like, for fear of my children are the reason why I'm willing to, like, surrender. Yeah. At this point. Mm -hmm. But you say that, but then you also say, it's not going to be that bad. Then why are you worried about him killing your children? Yeah. If he's going, if he's willing to kill babies. Literally. Literally then anything else is going to be even worse. Like, like spirit fingers over here. She's just like, ah. I'm being aggressively animated. Yeah. Anyway. So I guess everyone would fight. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely. I We see the side from Clary where she's like, of course, they're, you know, no one's going to do that. Let's just do this. And, and, and um, Luke as well. Like, let's just band together and mm-hmm. fight this guy. They don't know why the fuck that should, right. you know, a lot of these people, I think. And anyway. it's definitely easier for us, like, to armchair quarterback the situation. Exactly. Because we don't I mean. have the same prejudices that they mm-hmm. do against downworlders. Like, yep. obviously, our podcast is called Downworlder Dish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, and we're the reader and we're not meant to. It's yeah. A, we're supposed to be looking at this flawed society from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 
Oh, okay. Um, so Luke's rubbing his temples in a like a woo sawing his way through <laughs> the back and forth of it all. And when someone when something catches his eye and he could have sworn it was Jocelyn, but that's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> he, he excuses himself to take a much needed break. And here's the Mona Verde's uh, talking shit in Portuguese. And Luke is usually pretty serious and even keeled, but every once in a while he'll let his snark slip out and it's always worth the wait. He says, quote, they probably, or his internal thought yeah. is, quote, they probably think I'm going outside to run in circles and bark at the moon. <laughs> just like, I love him. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, I guess he does go outside because um, Luke is, nope, Jace is outside waiting for Luke. <laughs> and he was dressed in his white morning clothes and it totally caught Luke off guard and reminded him about all the death they just experienced and would likely face again soon. Jace admits that he was there looking for Luke, that he wasn't looking for Clary, and asks him how things are going in the meeting and if they are making any progress. So Luke tells Jace exactly what they're discussing, which seems a little above his pay grade to me. Like, it just seems weird. Yeah, this is what we're discussing. Just bring him the fuck in, dude. Right. What's the point? Anyway, um, I guess Luke is still fighting for his right to party with shadow hunters. <laughs> so he tells Jace that... Um, Without being promised a seat on the council, his person slash wolves will not fight. Which Obviously. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Why would they? So Jace gives Luke the advice to give them a deadline to make a decision, which seems like he should have already done that. I don't know. Like, right. This well, is an open-ended, bro. From I guess like, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so all the downworlders that I convinced to come will be at the gate this evening, which is what Luke is saying, obviously. And this um, and is the clave. If the clave. Thank you. That's why there's a squiggly line underneath. So if the claim clave doesn't agree that it will <laughs> probably have read this before I did this. Uh, okay. I had the same problem. So <laughs> all the downworlders, like Luke convinced all these downworlders to come and they'll be at the gate this evening. And if the clave doesn't agree to allow them in, they'll just turn around and like, what? Luke tells Jace, like, they'll just turn around portal back they'll swim back like how did they get there tell me remember their paws yeah yeah that's right yep. <laughs> so anyway jace asks if luke um hopes to scare or inspire the clave with that amount of downworlders and luke admits a little bit of both he explains that sh the shadow hunters involved with the institutes are used to seeing downworlders but that um native idrisarians idrisans Idrisians? Idrisians? Okay, I like that. Mine be on with that. <laughs> Might freak out a little bit. Like, they're not used to seeing downworlders, like mm -hmm. you were saying. In numbers, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think they probably kind of think they're, like, savages, too. Like, uh -huh. Because it seems like they have their own pack, and the packs can sometimes fight each other. Mm -hmm. And then oh, vampires yeah. and werewolves are... <laughs> Just imagining them in a back alley, like... Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. <laughs> it's West Side Story yeah. over here. But they're mortal blood enemies, right? According mm -hmm. to Maya. Yeah. So I think the the clave is like, oh, they can't work together. Like, they can't even work together for the, like, That's in their own. That's a good point. How are they going to come together for this? And Luke's like, hold your, hold my yeah. beer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hold my beer. Love it. <laughs> but, but yeah, I see, because they don't have the infrastructure and uh -huh. kind civilization. Of like what you were saying about yeah. the fairies uh -huh. and the warlocks, they have this established, mm -hmm. but they're almost like, you know. Interesting. I, and I, I think that that's a really good point to make because you're right. The vampires and the, and the person slash wolves are more primal. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're more like 
animalistic, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. I would definitely say I'm more afraid of a vampire, but there's that. Maybe it's because I have this delicious blood inside my body. Well, I mean, <laughs> and if, you, if you scratch a werewolf just right behind the ear, he'll be your friend forever. Right. <laughs> Anyway, so um, Luke's intention also, on top of everything else to bringing all the downworlders here, would be um, he thinks it might be a good idea for them to see how the shadow hunters to see how vulnerable they really they really are without their help. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at all these peeps that want to help you, bro. Right. That's the thing <laughs> that I don't they want to help you. And the only reason you don't want their help is because then you would have to give them rights. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Well, Jace decides to tell Luke a secret. (laughs) So it's a good thing that Luke had to take a breather from the meeting. Otherwise, the Lightwoods would have seen him and they might not have like this wouldn't have all gone down. But I guess that's why it's in a book and it's all planned out. Anyway, (laughs) he also asks. Yeah, (laughs) he also asks Luke to help explain um, everything to Clary. So he is going to go after Sebastian. Oh, fucking course he is, dude. It's like he's related to Clary or something. They Weird. just make all these bad decisions. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're blood. Oh, they have the yeah. same blood. Your brother. Your blood sibling. <laughs> so he hopes um, that Sebastian will lead him to Valentine. Uh, Magnus had shown Jace how to use the tracking spell uh, when they were roomies back in Brooklyn. And so Luke says exactly what I was thinking. You are not a warlock, motherfucker. (laughs) So you cannot do spells. Like, what are you thinking? So Jace explains that um, it's like what Quizzy McGuire used on him. Mm -hmm. So runes are used. He just needs to have something of Sebastian's to, like, activate that search dog mode that he's going to use. He just turns into a bloodhound. Yeah, exactly. He just, like, all of a sudden he's partially a person slash bloodhound. He's an animagus. I was just imagining the shark head. Oh, God, yes. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Got blue to fire? Anyone? No. no. Okay. I'm lost. Okay. So, anyway, the item that Jace has to track Sebastian. Are you guys ready? Drum roll. It's a thread with Sebastian's blood on it that he took from Clary. Oh, my God. It all finally makes sense. That weird little snippet that I read last time totally makes sense now, guys. It does. We get it. Okay. So Daddy Luke is like, I can't allow you to go traipsing around looking for the most dangerous motherfucker. Uh-oh. Battery's dying. <laughs> Looking for the most dangerous motherfucker we have ever known all by yourself. Jace tells him that he's not going to try to be a hero. He's just thinking of the Lightwoods and Clary. And Luke is all, bro, you're only 17. I know, I know. You feel like you can do it all. But you can't, Nemo. You just can't. (laughs) No? Okay. (laughs) Wait, I mean Jace. Anyway. Jace is all, look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. not a 17 year old no i am not a normal 17 year old boy i don't know if he says boy though none of us are (laughs) and he tells him i am so much better than you ever were okay he didn't say that (laughs) my bad you read between the lines (laughs) that's how i took it i guess Mm -hmm. anyway so luke concedes and is like okay okay you're not ordinary you're right okay so then jace um tells luke that his plan is decent but V-Tang will be expecting it. Jace believes he's the only person that can do this because Valentine might, like, allow him to get close enough to murder him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Luke is like, dude, you think you could kill your own daddy? Jace is like, I got this, bro. Baby, I was born this way. <laughs> 
so Luke asks Jace what um, he would like him to tell the Lightwoods. And Jace is like, and eh, don't worry about it. Don't tell them anything um, because they will blame you. And Luke is like, mm, then why the fuck are you standing here talking to me, dude? <laughs> so Jace tells him he wants um, Luke to know he's out there basically like working on it while Luke is creating this battle plan. And he tells him, think of me, I think is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Think of me as your backup plan. <laughs> okay. I like that. I'm into it. So Luke grabs Jace's hand. He's <laughs> like, look. I think feel like he puts it on his face. <laughs> I'm he acting it out. Jace's yeah. hand and puts it, Luke puts it on his own face. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's what I'm picturing right now. And I'm doing it. My hand is on my face. You is important. Picture me. <laughs> you is smart. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay, so Luke grabs Jace's hand and is like, if your father wasn't who your father is, he would be extremely proud of you for being so determined to kill your father. <laughs> and Jace, like, um, bids Luke adieu by <laughs> giving him a formal farewell. He gives him, like, a like a, like a weird man curtsy. <laughs> a Mertzky. Yes, a Mertzky. I feel like he looks like the peanut man in your guys' thoughts. Yes. And he's like, yes. with his cane. With his yes. Yes. A hundred percent. A thousand times, yes. Mr. Peanut? Yeah, that's his name. Anyway. (laughs) He's going to write you if you say it wrong. (laughs) So anyway, Luke um, tries to give Jace the formal farewell. No, Jace does. Sorry. Jace tries to give him the formal farewell. And Luke is like, no, no, no. Don't do it. I'm not listening. La, 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 la. No farewells here, bro. (laughs) But before Jace goes, Luke has to add that Jace reminds him of someone he knew years ago. And Jace is like, I know. Valentine. Luke is like, not Valentine, silly. Ha ha ha. But then he doesn't say who. Of course he doesn't. Who? Tell me. Don't know. Who do I remind you of? I would have been like, no, tell me now. I gotta go. So you better tell me. Hurry up. I'm gonna die. (laughs) Anyway, now we're on to Clary. And she woke up and Jace was gone. He wanted to give him motivation to come back. (laughs) I'm gonna hold on to this little cheese, May. Yeah. I mean, it would work on me. Awesome. All right. Well, um, Clary woke up and Jace was gone. And I just think that's sad. You wake up and the person you like, I don't know. I don't like that. But of course. Anyway, she can feel it before she even opened her eyes. And she used her Oregon Trail skills. Remember that game? The mm-hmm. Oregon Trail mm-hmm. it was the best. And I always um, died of dysentery. Everybody did, dude. <laughs> she could tell that the sun, like where the sun was, she could tell it was already afternoon. Okay. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> anyway, she found a note on the nightstand. She was all, oh. She was born and raised in Brooklyn. Right. This bitch does not have any outdoorsy skills. <laughs> you probably can't even see the sun from the stories that I've heard because of the pollution. I don't know. The buildings are so high. There's yeah. no way you can tell shadows. <laughs> She has a sundial in her nightstand. Right. That's great. Yeah. I have a clock. That's cool. No? No? Tells me what time it is? No. That's what phones are for. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, she found a note on her nightstand. And she was like, oh my God, he left me a note. Okay. So then I have to tell you guys this story. (laughs) Stop me if I've told you this before. (laughs) So the first time I stayed the night at Andy's house... He had to go to work and I stayed behind because I didn't work that day or something. I don't know. So um, he left me a note. 
on the dresser with like 20 bucks. No. And it literally says like buy yourself something like here's breakfast on me or something like that. I can't remember. And I still have the note. And of course it was incredibly sweet and I still carry it with me. But no, (laughs) it still feels a whole lot like thanks for last night. Yeah. And so that's what I imagined when I read this. That's what she got. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. It was just his GTFO note. That I can't believe you have never told me that story before because like if that happened to me, that would be the story I lead every time I introduce my husband <laughs> to anybody. I'm like, do you do you know what this motherfucker did? Like, oh my god. I know he had very good intentions. I so it's so funny. It is very, very funny. I know. I kind of made him feel bad about it later, of course, but <laughs> Oh, I, I would not ever stop roasting him. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, Jace didn't leave Claria 20. That's lame. <laughs> so something fell out of the note. Apparently, it feel out. That's cool. <laughs> anyway, something fell out of the note when Clary picked it up, and it was the chain and ring that Jace had been wearing around his neck. It's probably more valuable. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth more than 20 bucks. It just was Starbucks. <laughs> so she started to freak out right away since he, like, never took it off, and I don't blame her. Um, so anyway, I have to read part. I don't think this is the whole note, but I think this is what we get to read. This says, despite everything, I can't bear the thought of this ring being lost forever any more than I can bear the thought of leaving you forever. And although, and though I have no choice about the one, at least I can choose about the other. She realized that Jace had said one night, like he, like it was no big deal. Like, let's just spend one night together. And that's why he had all... (laughs) She realized that Jace had said one night, like it was no big deal, and why he had said everything that he had said the night before, because he thought he would never see her again. So sad. The end. I Just kidding. <laughs> I gotta tell you, when I, the first time I read this, when I read that, I totally cried. Okay. Yeah. It made me sad. It is sad. Okay. I didn't cry. But I did think about my $20. <laughs> And what I spent it on. Dude, if you do not call him Richard Gere for the rest of his life, it's a missed opportunity. I don't, um, I don't eat breakfast. So what did I buy with it? Maybe I gave it back to him. I feel like maybe I did. I don't know. I didn't need his fucking money. Bitch. Right? No, it was very nice. Anyway. Anyway. It's because he left before I woke up. Anyway. Now I feel like I have to explain him. No, No. It totally. No. I, not to you guys, to our listeners. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you guys know him. <laughs> but I think it totally makes sense for, like, what would be going through his mind. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like anyway. every time I talk to another human being and I say something stupid that I didn't mean to. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think about it for seven years. Yes. <laughs> While you're sleeping. Yeah. Yes. You wake up sweating because yeah. you said oops instead of oopsies or yeah. something. I said excuse me to a door and someone saw it. <laughs> It'll haunt me for the rest of my life. Oh. Oh, good time. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Sorry. In true Clary fashion, she's off, bounding into action without a plan. <laughs> she got dressed into her gear, was racing down the stairs, the letter and the ring tight in her grasp. And there was a noise from the, coming from the kitchen, so she decided to... Investigation discovery. Her life. 
and turns a corner to smell to the smell of pancakes. Mm. Clary thinks it's weird that Amethyst would know how to make them. And why is this bitch constantly banging on Amethyst's cooking? Skills? If she can make your fucking cookies, she can make pancakes. Bitch didn't wash her coat, so can she? <laughs> God damn it, Amethyst! I thought you washed my coat. Bitch must be here with blood on it. Anyway, you can have this one, Frey. Because it isn't Amethyst, it's Isabel. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. How does it actually smell like pancakes if Isabel's the one making it? Exactly. <laughs> it's batter. It smells like fish. Ew. So Isabel's standing at the stove, spoon in hand, accompanied by Simon, who's at the small table, like feet up on the chair. A little too comfortable? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's a very domestic scene. Uh-huh. So Amethyst is standing in the corner looking amused, like at the whole, like on looking at the whole scene. And Isabel greets Clary with a cheery, good morning. Do you want brunch? And Clary, I feel like she's a little Clary in this situation where she's just like, ew. Well, <laughs> she, she was already feeling like some kind of way about Simon staying with yep, the Light Hoods. That's when, true. When like Luke went to check out and, he, and Luke comes back and he's like, he's fine. He'll be back yeah. another time. <laughs> like, I mean, if she has like, obviously the reason that she's, anyway, I just feel like this is the wrong thing to be putting your attention on. I I don't, I don't think she has like malintent about it. And I don't know that it's necessarily jealousy about Isabel herself. I think it's like one of those things when like someone calls your best friend their best friend Mm -hmm. and then you get like insanely jealous for no reason. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a teenager. You don't understand like the concept of relationship. Yeah. (laughs) It's complex. (laughs) Totally. But also. I don't know. It's not fair. She wanted to be with Simon because she didn't have anyone. And so Simon is her default. And how dare Isabel take him away? Dang nabbit. Yeah. Gross. Anyway. Boo. Clary looks at Amethyst for an explanation. And she doesn't really have one. She showed up, <laughs> wanted to make breakfast. She gave no shits, considering she's not that great of a cook. Again, I guess Clary was right. But it's like she didn't know that until she said something. So quit being a judgy McJudgerson. Anyway. Do you think that Amethyst normally just eats Chipotle? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. She portals it in. Yeah. So Clary thinks back to Izzy's nasty soup from before and she's like, eh, no, I'm good. And then she asks where Luke is. And Amatus is like, um, he's in Brooklyn with his pack. And Simon interjects to ask if everything's okay. Clary doesn't reply right away because at that moment she's hung up on the fact that they must have spent the night together. <sighs> Anyway, Clary shakes the thought away and says that she's fine, but wants to talk to Isabel, who's like, okay, talk. Clary's like, alone. (laughs) Which could really just mean without Amethyst, because Simon has vampy hearing, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, really quickly. If Isabel and Clary are really friends, don't you think she should be like, oh my gosh, Isabel, it's so good to see you. Like, how are you doing? But instead, she's like, no, I don't want your fucking pancakes. She's still upset about Isabel being a bitch to her. It's so annoying. The penthouse. So annoying. It is. Her brother died. Right. Like, you Mm -hmm. need to, like, not be. So far, you were jealous you didn't get to go to the funeral, and now you're being a bitch to her after she's finally, like, and she's doing something nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Clary. I'm out. (laughs) Sorry. Go on. That's okay. As you were. (laughs) Well, as Simon was on cue, (laughs) he stands up and asks Amethyst to show him baby Luke pictures, which I want to see. Anyway, and they leave the room. Do you think he had flannel and glasses then too? Yes. (laughs) 
So Isabel clearly doesn't want to have this conversation, but Cleary gives zero fucks. And I guess I really wouldn't either. Like it needs to happen. So she asked Clary if um, this is about Simon. She's like, nah, girl, this is about Jace. This conversation is not about Simon, it's about Jace. And then she shoves a note into Isabel's hands. And Isabel's like, sigh, and heads over to sit at the table and read the letter. Stops, and she's stopping to ask Clary if she should be reading it, since it seems very personal. Oh. Clary's like, mm, probably not. But she could barely even remember what it said. And under any other circumstances, she most definitely would not have shown it to anyone else. But Jace's safety is at stake here. Okay. <laughs> I like how at this point, Clary is stopped with the pretenses. And she's like, fuck it. We all know right. that we're in love. Yep. So you're just going to have to deal with my brother lover tendencies. Yep. And she knows. <laughs> Everybody I'm still knows. jealous of you and Simon. But here you go. Right. <laughs> I want all the boys to yeah. my yard. I have the milkshake. Exactly. <laughs> Strawberry flavored with my hair. <laughs> Great. Okay, anyway. When she was finished, Isabel matter-of-factly says that she thought Jace might do something like this. And Clary, just as my husband was, doesn't even hear her words. Like, she's not even listening yep, to her. Yeah, totally. And she's like, regulators, mount up! <laughs> regulators! Then her ears kind of catch up to her brain, and she's like, wait, whoa, back to Charlie up. You knew slash thought he might something like do something like this? What do you mean? Yeah, where have you been, girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Isabel's all, I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. <laughs> the latest trend is all about finding out who the real Sebastian is. It's all anyone who's anyone is talking about. <laughs> it's so fetch. <laughs> it's literally all the rage in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I personally tore that motherfucker's room up looking for something to be able to use to track him, but I found nothing. If I knew if and I knew that if Jace found something to use to track him, he would have been off and running. I just wish she would have stopped to take Alec and I. Claire's like, okay, cool. So you're saying that Alec is gonna be ready to go. Like, great. <laughs> and Isabel, who's over this whole exchange, is like, no girl, we don't have the slightest idea of where he would have gone and Jace would have blocked a way to track him. And I'm kind of like, hmm, convenient. Mm-hmm. Don't you think Sebastian would have done the same thing if it were that easy? Yeah. You're not even going to try to find Jace? Like, what the fuck, Isabel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Preach. Preach. Clary is mirroring my thoughts. And she's like, what the hell is wrong with you, Isabel? You don't even seem to give a shit that Jace has gone off to play his hero-ass bullshit and probably end up dead. <laughs> I, mean, I... Hi, pot. Meat kettle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> and so I was like, eh, I trust Jason his reasons. And Clary's like, reasons for what? For wanting to die? And Isabel flips the switch and gets super oh. pissed, calling Clary out, being like, listen, Linda, do you really think any of us are safe? We're going to sit here and watch the clock tick down to die or be enslaved. Did you really think Jace was going to sit around and wait? And Clary lays a wicked blow, telling Izzy that all she can see is that supposedly Jace is her brother, just like Max was, and she cared about what happened to one, but not the other. No. 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 Can't even. Like, Clary, you are so fucking wrong. Yep. Like, you're so out of bounds, you're not even in the fucking stadium anymore. Tell us what she says. Tell us. Isabel's like, oh, you better wasen up. <laughs> Max was a child. He was nine years old. Jace is a shadow hunter, a warrior. If there's a battle, Alec will fight. We are prepared to die at all times if the cause is great enough. 
Jace has the best chance of killing V-Tang. He can get closest to him. He is his father. Claire's like, okay, maybe. But V-Tang will kill Jace. He isn't going to spare his life. And Isabel says that she knows. He was like, okay, so all you really care about is that Jace dies trying to do something righteous. You aren't going to miss him. And Isabel's like, of course I'll miss him every day for the rest of my life. But that's the life of a shadow hunter. You don't get it. We grow up knowing that people go to battle and never come back home. We live a life of sacrifice. It's not your fault, but you don't get it because you were brought up in the mundane world. And Clary's like, yeah, 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 I get it. You don't like me because I'm just some stupid mundane. And I gotta tell you, at the beginning of this, I was like, okay, Clary's got a point. She's got a purpose. Like, come on, Isabel. And then my, like, faith in her lasts, like, two seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it never lasts long. (laughs) I'm 100% there with you. So, Isabel cuts her emo train off and is like, dude. (laughs) And then tears start swimming in her eyes. She tells Clary about how Jace was before she met them, because obviously she wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. And apparently he never really cared about anyone that wasn't a lightwood. He'd date around, but never actually like a girl, which apparently is why Ellie thought he might, you know, be into him. Right, <laughs> anyway, right. It gave Maris and Isabel something to worry over. It's weird for a teenage boy not to have a crush on anyone. and He was not really living life full on. They thought maybe he was scarred from his life before, like he could never really love anyone. Which I'm interested in what they got told was like his backstory before he was adopted by them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they obviously thought that Michael Whalen was his dad. Did this dude like have a reputation as being a dick? Like, why would they think that? Kind of like the whole Sebastian, like, did your brother hurt you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would you think that if Michael Whalen was a good guy? Was he not? Right. Yeah, they were besties, right? So, we, yeah, we need this um, story that you want. The 80s. Dude, 80s punk rock shadow hunters. Yes. yes. Okay. We got to know. I'm realizing in this moment right now, like, why do you think Robert never tried to reach out to Michael Wayland? Like, why did they not talk? That's interesting. We'll find out later oh. in the series. Okay. Okay. Anyway, all of that Jace-ishness changed. Okay. When Clary came into their life. It's like a light switch flicked on. Alec was jealous. Like, everyone could see the impact that Clary was having on Jace. And um, Jace couldn't stop talking about Clary, kept his eyes on her all the time, and he was jealous of Simon. Jace, jealous of a mundane <laughs> He broke the law for Clary going in to do more. Not for Simon, but for Clary. He loved Clary, but that dreaminess was before he found out they were siblings. And then Clary just, if you please, moved on with her life and started dating Simon. It really killed him. Maybe it's because V-Tang really fucked him up, but he will not get over Clary. And Isabel just hates seeing um, Clary because she knows that it hurts Jace. And that's why she doesn't want her around. Clary's like, yeah, okay. But how do you think I feel? Dude. (laughs) And Isabel's like, bitch, I don't know. And I don't care. I'm not your sister. Like, I don't hate you. I like you. In fact, if you weren't Jace's sister, I'd be so happy that you guys could be together. But that's not the case. And that's not how life works. I hope that if we get through this and my family moves far away, which, come on, dude, your parents are cursed to the Institute or whatever. Um, like that way, none of us will ever have to see you again. <laughs> Burn. Burn. was like, ouch, why the truth bomb? <laughs> no one ever tells me what I need to hear. Like, no. You won't stop. You keep picking. That's why. And Isabel's like, it's because you're accusing me of not loving or caring about Jace. And it's just not the case. Jace is not the case. <laughs> Jace is on the case. 
Hence, um, Isabel being so mad when Clary showed up at the penhallows the other day. Clary's acting like a side character in this story, but she needs to um, buck up and go all in. Like, nut up, bitch. This is affecting <laughs> everyone. You are Viting's daughter. Like, do something, bitch. Why do you think Jace ran off? It's to protect Clary. Jace thinks that because of the whole sibling ship, it means he is cursed forever. She heard him tell Alec as much, so why not risk your life if you'll never be happy because you can't have your sister lover? <sighs> Take a breath there. That was good. So Clary thinks about how the real reason is because Jace has demon blood and he isn't human, but she can't tell Isabel that. You're willing to talk about how you love him and everything. You think he's gone forever, but you don't want to tell her the whole truth. Right. I don't know. Dude. You could give her some insight as to what he's thinking, too. Right. Like, anyway. So the conversation is cut by Simon walking in and telling Isabel, that's enough. And that shit is not Clary's fault. God. What? Oh, wow. Nothing. I forgot about this part. Oh. <laughs> I was reacting. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, what did I do? Okay. So um, Isabel's like, stop, Simon. You don't know what's going on here. And he's like, yeah, I do. Vampire ears. <laughs> <laughs> and let me break it down for you. I've known Clary forever and she's been suffering too. You don't know. You don't even know. Don't even know. <laughs> Clary tells him that Jace didn't leave for her sake. Um, and then her heart starts pounding and she's weighing whether she can tell them about the demon blood and VT's experience. And she decides that yes. All right, yes, here we go. Oh, thank God. Finally, a secret that we've been waiting for you to spill. Yeah. Dude. So um, she starts to go into what happened when the kitchen door opens again. And Amatus is in the doorway telling Claire she had a visitor. And Claire wasn't sure what the fuck because Amatus' face was scared like she'd seen a ghost. Then from behind, the slender woman dressed in black pushes her way past Amatus. Clary didn't Rude. recognize her at first, just really paying attention to the gear. And then she saw her face. It was Mommy Jocelyn. I have chills, guys. Chills. You see those? <laughs> chills. Jeez. Are they multiplying? They are. <clears throat> anyway, that's it. Mama Dearest is back, bitches. She got the rudeness from her mom. Dude. Get it from her mama. <laughs> Me takes a lot of things, but Rude is not one of them. He's very polite. <laughs> of course. I don't even May know I what to say. please murder you? <laughs> May I please? Okay, maybe cordial. <laughs> you didn't say please, Clarissa. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Magnus did it, you guys. Yep. I can trust him again. Yes. He didn't just run away with the book. I'm assuming that's what happened anyway. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, make sure that you run Chapter 16, Articles of Faith, for next week's episode. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.